Welcome to the California Yogi Podcast. I am so excited to be here with you today. This podcast is all about bringing together mindset, manifestation, and business for your one-stop shop for healing and finding your purpose. I cannot wait to dive into today's topic with you. So if you're ready, let's begin. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of California Yogi, the podcast. I'm so excited to be here with you today. Um, If you hear my dogs in the background, they literally growl at anything and everything. So (laughs) you might hear some barks as people walk by my apartment. Today, I really wanted to talk about when you start your own business and you get on sales calls or you're selling in the DMs. Getting a maybe, but late or a later, like a not now, but maybe later. Because when we're excited about our business, right, and we're excited to present our work to the world, we're excited to bring all these things to fruition. It can be so exciting to present your offer to somebody. It can be both exciting and nerve wracking, right? Because I've had both. And I think what's really important here is to know how to deal with the maybes and the how about later, or I can't afford that yet, or I can't do it yet. So basically sales objections. Now in my program, the sacred create checks, I don't teach you how to overcome sales objections because I firmly believe that if someone is telling you a firm no, and that they cannot, then you leave it at that. Because what you don't want to end up happening is you don't want to end up booking a client who you had to like overcome objections to. You spent an hour on a sales call with this person just to have the energetic exchange feel messy and feel gunky. Those are the clients that you will book that will have the most problems, that will feel the most challenging, that will feel the most difficult. And you don't ever want to bring that into your space. That doesn't mean that they couldn't be a really great client later on. But as of right now, maybe they're just not ready for your work. Maybe they're just not ready for your program, right? And I think it's really important to look at sales objections. When someone says maybe or not now, but later, it doesn't mean a solid no. It means that maybe they just can't. Maybe they don't have a lot of time, right? And that doesn't mean that they won't make time. It doesn't mean that in the future they won't book you. But I think what's really important to note is that this is not a reflection of you. I remember when I got my very first sales objection because I was so excited to bring my program to fruition. I was so excited to present it to people that like when I was on a call with her, I was so excited. I really felt like she would be a good client. And then I told her my pricing and she was like, oh, I can't do that now. It's a bit outside of what I thought it would cost. Now, my poor little heart (laughs) back then was devastated because in my mind, I was like, this is a done deal. Like we are good to go. And that was it, right? And after that call, I remember that I went back to the drawing board and I was like, well, is my pricing too high? Is my pricing too high? Is it not tangible? Is it you know, am I not offering enough value? And at that time, my pricing was very low. Considering what it is now, my pricing at that point when I was just starting was, oh, the thunder. I live in Florida, so it's thundering and raining and I love days like this. Um, Anyway, my pricing at that time was relatively low, right? It was super tangible. You could, I was even willing to break it down on a weekly payment plan if you could book me. Um, 
But what happens is that I went back to my pricing. I was like, okay, like, is this just too high? Is this not tangible? Is this not, you know, something that people can afford? And then I was like, well, wait, when I invested in my very first coaching program, I paid $3,500 right up front. <laughs> I, back then I did not have the means to pay $3,500 up front, but I found it. I found the means and I found the things because I knew that this program was aligned for me at this point in time. Now, other programs also, like I had gotten on sales calls with other coaches and they just didn't feel like they were aligned to me at that time. And I think that's important to note is if someone's ready to sign up, it will be an easy yes. It will be an easy yes. Like I'm ready. Let's go. Like, let's do it. I'm ready to start this work. I'm ready to start moving towards my, you know, now I do business coaching, right? I'm ready to move towards starting my business. I'm ready to like move through imposter syndrome as I get online and create my authority. But when you're just starting out, those, those no's and those like, oh, maybe later, they, they hurt and they hurt your feelings. And it's nothing against the people that get on sales calls. It's nothing against like the person who booked the call, right? It's about you detaching from your business and realizing that you are not your business. Just because someone is not ready to book with you and they're not ready to work with you just yet, right? Doesn't mean that they will never work with you. One of the biggest things I teach is when that happens, be like, okay, well, no problem. Can I get your email? Maybe add you to my email list. Maybe, you know, follow me on socials, find other ways to connect with that person so that you are still creating the top of mind awareness and they are still seeing your content, right? Because I have had people who have said no to me on sales calls. I've gotten their email. And then I want to say even three months down the line, even after I had raised my prices, they book me. And that's because maybe they needed to warm up to you a little bit more. Maybe they just really didn't have the funds at that time. You know, there are a lot of factors that play into people's lives, but a no or a maybe later is not a reflection of you. It is not a reflection that your program is horrible, that your pricing's too high, that, you know, you're not providing enough value because I know, especially as a business owner and as a coach that we literally pour our heart and souls into our programs. And when you are really coming from a heartfelt and heart-led place, you, you absolutely know your program is worth it. You know, because you created this program from a place of wanting to help people. You created this thing and, you know, this course, mm, course, oh God, what is the word I'm looking for? My brain, I just had a massive brain fart. My daughter called me. Um, you created this course or this program in order to help people expand, in order to help them in some type of way, because you would not be doing this work if you were not called to it, right? You did not wake up one day and decide, hey, I want to coach. And that's, you know, that's what you did. You're doing this work because you love it, because you were called to help people on a different level. And you were called to create an impactful business in this world. You know, the things you want and the things that you're striving for, the universe wouldn't dangle a vision in front of your face and be like, ha ha, no, you can't have that. Just kidding. Anything you like desire or anything you dream of, you can absolutely have. Now, how to get there, right, is always a bit of a winding road. Sometimes, you know, we take two steps forward and one step back, but that's our journey and our journey to expansion. If you would have told me I would have had the clientele 
I have now back then, I honestly don't think that I wouldn't would have been able to hold it at the capacity that I hold it now, because now I see the value. Now I've gotten, you know, a couple clients. Now I know how to better coach my clients through different things that they are experiencing in their lives and in their businesses. And that's a beautiful thing. And always, always, always trust your journey, right? Just because someone says no does not mean all of a sudden you are not valuable. It does not mean that all of a sudden, you know, <laughs> all of a sudden you need to go back and make your pricing like $50 a call or something super just, you know, not worth your time or worth your price because your time is invaluable. Your time here on this earth is so valuable. It is, you have a limited amount of time. And the fact that you're exchanging that time to help someone else, how much do you value your time that you're exchanging? It's not how much are you valued, right? Because our pricing is different, right? Our pricing is based on the value of our program. It's based on the touch points. There's so many different modalities that I teach when people are pricing their programs. But your pricing is based on how, how much value is your program providing, right? Like in my program, the Sacred Creatrix, I offer one-on-one -on -one and one group coaching call per month. So my program is kind of a hybrid because I bridge together when you're starting entrepreneurship and you're going about this by yourself, right? And it's kind of scary. And I also bring together community where other entrepreneurs are going through the same thing. They're creating their programs, they're building their audience, they're doing all these things. And I bridge those two together so you're never alone. My program creates a safe space for you to be, to celebrate your wins, to celebrate things you're frustrated with, to make friends, connect with others. One of my group coaching programs last year, somebody actually met someone else from the group in person out in California. They met for coffee. And to my knowledge, they are still friends to this day. I met one of my greatest friends, Anna, who was on a couple episodes of the podcast previously uh, in a group coaching program. So I, you know, as we go through entrepreneurship and we go through creating our offers and creating the different things that make us happy, always, always, always follow your light. If someone is a not now, if someone is a no, I can't do it now, it's okay, you know. Give yourself a good pat on the back, get off the call, shake it off, but know that your business is still working regardless if that person says yes or no. One person or maybe two people, you know, saying no to your programs is not a definition of your business. It is not a definition of you. And when we start our businesses, we get so attached to them, right? Because they're essentially like these babies that we birthed into the world, these beautiful things that we have brought into the online space. Because again, we come from that need of wanting to help people, especially when you lead a soul-led coaching business or a soul-led business, whatever it is you're creating online, um, we get attached to it. We get attached to the fact of our business is doing really well or if our business is failing. But the thing is, is that you are not your business. Your value doesn't increase or decrease based on your business is doing well or doing not so well, right? Failures, everybody fails, right? I have had programs that have completely fucking flopped, that have like zero enrollments. One of my programs, I even gave away a spot for free, um, which I don't recommend you do, mind you. Um, but I have had programs that have flopped. I have had workshops that have absolutely just flopped, but those moments when those things failed, it doesn't mean you're a failure. It just means you come back to the drawing board and you decide what didn't work in that and you readjust and come back. 
you dust yourself off, you get up and you try again, right? Because you're reaching your target audience. And when you're just starting out, reaching your target audience can take a couple failed workshops. It can take a couple emails that maybe don't get open. Maybe it takes a couple no on sales calls, but that doesn't mean that you or your program are any less valuable. It doesn't mean that what you have to offer into this world and your, you know, the thing you're bringing here isn't valuable or needed. Because again, you would not be called to do this if you didn't want to, if it wasn't meant for you. The universe doesn't dangle dreams in front of our faces and be like, haha, look at what everybody else can have, but you can't have it. No. <laughs> if you are doing this work and you are doing it from a place of wanting to help people and create impact and create a beautiful community, right? And also to getting your bills paid. Like, Getting your bills paid and creating a community and creating impact go hand in hand because you deserve to be wildly compensated for the things you create. You deserve to be wildly compensated for the courses you've created, for the programs you create. You deserve to have your bills paid. And I want to say that now because if your pricing is so low that you're constantly struggling, like, okay, I got one client, but like now I need to, you know, book three more in order just to barely make ends meet, then maybe we need to look at your pricing structure. Maybe we need to look at how your product suite is built out. Do you need to add products? Do you need to add things that will bring you revenue that you don't have to physically be there for? You know, um, as a mom, my pricing structure is reflecting upon my household needs and also, you know, the value that my program provides. Again, mine's a hybrid. I offer one-on-one -on -one and a group coaching aspect. And there's my dog. <laughs> but again, like coming back, just because someone is a not now doesn't mean they won't be one later. And again, when you're starting your business, when you're starting your business, it can be super intimidating to get on sales calls. Let me tell you, my first sales call, I was so nervous. I was like sweating bullets. I was like, holy cow, I am about to get on a call with this person that I met on the internet, you know, sell something to them. And mind you, I never enjoyed selling. I really enjoy selling now because I love what I do and I know what the, you know, what value my programs provide, but I fucking hated selling before. When we did those little magazine things, is this going to carbon date me a little bit? But like, and we would knock door to door and be like, hey, do you want to buy like something from my magazine? And I'll come deliver it to your house later, right? Like the school fundraisers. I hated doing those. I was like, I just want the prize at the end. I don't want to go and sell to people. <laughs> um, But one of the biggest things when my clients go into a sale call for the first time, right? or maybe they're selling in the DMs is I always recommend that they shake it off. They like, I like jump around in your room, throw a pillow, shake all that excess energy off. So then when you sit down on that call, you're like, Hey, all right, I'm ready. Here I am. Let's do this. Because again, you are, you're meant for this. You're meant for this work. If you're feeling called to it and you're exactly where you need to be right now, you are not too far ahead and you are not behind. Another thing I really want to touch base on is when you enter the business space and you enter the coaching space, right? You will find a lot of coaches that are like, oh my God, I made $100,000 today sending out one email. And while that is possible, I am not discrediting that it is possible. I want you to also note that that took nurturing your audience. That took building an audience. 
that took time and effort to create your authority and create your space in this online world, right? That's not to say that there's competition because no one's you, but these people that are like, oh my God, I made a hundred thousand dollars just sitting back and like doing nothing. They've done things to stack stuff up onto that. They have done things that have added value and that had added people brought eyes to their work. You know, maybe people bought a lower ticket offer from them and then they bring a new one and they're like, oh my God, I need to book you. Those people have been working in this industry for quite some time. No one wakes up, starts a fresh Instagram is like, bam, I made a hundred thousand dollars today. I'm sorry. That's not how it happens. <laughs> I wish, but <laughs> that is not how it happens. So don't let that discourage you, especially when you're entering the online space and especially when you're creating programs and working with your clients, know that you, <laughs> these people that are posting all this like money that they've made and congrats to them. I think it's great. They didn't wake up one day to that with nothing else. They have sales skills. They have marketing skills. They have other different skills that they have brought to the platform and they have brought to the online space that enable them to do that, that enable them to make that money. So that is just my little rant tidbit of today. Like you've got this. You're here in this space for a reason. You're listening to this podcast for a reason and you are always divinely guided. You have been guided to create this course or create this program because it was meant for you and you were meant to help others in an impactful way. Now, if you're ready to take this even further, my Sacred Creatrix is open and I'm currently enrolling for this program. Again, my program is a one-on-one -on -one and a hybrid program. So you get not only the one-on-one -on -one support from me, you also get the aspect of a community where you can make friends, you can interact with others, you can share your wins, your frustrations, whatever it might be. If you're ready to start that, go ahead and send me a DM on Instagram telling me you came from the podcast. I'd love to help you. And I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your week. I love you and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.